Hey everyone, welcome to this episode of Compassion and Courage Conversations in Healthcare. I am your host, Marcus Engel, and this is the podcast where I teach compassionate communication, provide perspective, and inspire resilience. And today I have the good fortune and the sheer luck of having in the studio with me the hotness. Hi. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing really great. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Good. You're really great? What's so great about really great? It's a new day, man. And I got to sleep in this morning a little bit. You did get to sleep in this morning. That's a, that's a, not always a rare occurrence, but uh, it, it can be. It can but be. But it's a always rare delicious occurrence. when it happens. Yeah. And yeah. you know what? I have to tell you what happened this morning. Because I, when you live with labs, anybody live with labs? You live with labs. Mornings are a luxury. Labs are morning creatures. You know? Labs are driven by food, so as soon as they wake <laughs> up, they want food. Yeah. They love mornings, and maybe all dogs do. I don't know. My little schnoodle is like wired like me. She will sleep in as late as I want to. But labs, I, and I had a little, almost a little throwback this morning because your previous labs is, were really, really intent at this. But do you ever try to trick your dog? Yes. <laughs> Yes, but I don't know in what respect you're talking about. But yes, I do try to trick my dog. With, with mornings, you have to trick a lab if you want any kind of sleep. And Elliot, not so much, but your first dogs um, that I lived with were Carson and Garrett. And you had to trick them in the mornings because if they got any kind of just a whiff of an idea that you were awake, they were right in your face. And if you had, I'm a side sleeper. If you have your front to the side of the bed, their nose, their little cold nose was right in your face going, wake up, wake up. I want to go outside. I want to go outside. I want to go outside and play and play. And mostly I want breakfast. So they would have their cold, wet nose right all over you. And heaven forbid your back was to the edge of the bed because it was nose on your spine rubbing up and down your spine like a, a xylophone. A, a cold <laughs> nose on a bare back when you're not expecting it, uh, I can attest, is, is a, is a you, rather shocking When you don't feeling. want to get up. Yeah. And I would, man, I, so many mornings I would like hold the call of nature so that I would not have to deal with telling them, no, I don't want to get up and give you breakfast. Because it was not worth it. I would just sit there and go, I don't have to pee, Marbling. You don't have to pee. You don't have to pee. You don't have to pee. To avoid cracking my eyelid open because I knew once that eyelid came open, it was going to be cold nose on my back up and down, up and down, up and down. If the dog is awake, the people are <laughs> the going people to be awake. people are awake. awake. But, but, you know, you had such a sweet relationship. Um, everybody asks that question, you know, with my C&I dogs, well, does your dog also like everybody in your family? Well, yeah, he's a lab. He likes everybody. And I say he because all of my labs have been male. Uh, and every lab has his, well, every dog has their own relationship with other people in the house. It's not like... Elliot is solely my dog, and I am the only person who takes care of him, uh, because you certainly take him out, and you have your own relationship with him. And and so with, with Garrett, I definitely remember while we were living in New York, if Garrett, uh, the few times he got sick in the night, he didn't come to me to wake me up. He went to you. 
he did, and it, it it always did. It was always so sweet to me because truly, I mean, I don't care for your dogs. You're you're definitely the master, and and you know. I, and by don't care for my dogs, you mean that you don't brush them and correct, feed them correct. and do their care, I, as opposed to you don't like my dogs. I love your dogs, right? Okay. <laughs> but but you're the primary caretaker of your dogs by a long shot. Um, but when they would get labs tend to eat anything in sight, so occasionally. Mm during the night they want to get rid of whatever weird thing they have eaten. So they would, uh, the, the first two would especially come and wake me up when it was time to puke. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was, it really was sweet and they would come and I would hold their ears back while they, and <laughs> you'd hold their ears back like girls in college holding right, each other's right. hair, I guess guys in college, whatever. But <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 uh you know it's it's interesting the 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 relationships that we form with the animals and who do they go to when they need what certain thing. I, I it always surprises surprises me whenever I wake up in the morning and you you tell me yeah Elliot got me up at four o'clock in the morning to go outside to pee. He did. I didn't even know. He slept through it. I slept through it. So I don't know if he tried with me and failed and then came and got you. Or but, I'm just um, a really light sleeper. You might be that you're a light sleeper, but I'm I'm so glad that that at least with my, my dogs, they're they're not they're not robots, right? They're living uh, ascension beings and they they have relationships. That's why we love our animals. That's why we love our, our pets. And so um, I'm so, I'm, I'm really glad that my dogs have that relationship with you. And I'm glad that you, uh, always take care of them like they were your own. They, it's, it's always fun when people want to know, um, about your dogs, uh, because they are different than, uh, just a pet. They do have special skills or special training rather. Um, and it's always fun and interesting. It's been interesting for me living with you to get to see the different personalities side by side of, um, of some of your dogs. And we always gave, you know, special nicknames to each dog mm -hmm. as you brought them home and waiting to see their personality revealed. And, um, we talk about that in, uh, in one of your books specifically, we talk about, uh, or you talk about, um, I think you call it, uh, my my three sons or my four, uh, my four dogs yeah, or something like yeah. that. Um, I do but, remember. But getting to know um, each dog and their special um, games that they like because they ended up liking very different interactions, even though they're labs, even though they have the same skill set or training set, they still respond very differently. Yeah, absolutely. Um, my, my first two, Dasher, who you never met, but... Uh, Dasher and Carson just loved to fetch, just love, love, love to fetch all day long. Garrett, Elliot, you could, they could care less about retrieving anything. They would not make very good duck dogs. Um, they would not make very good hunting dogs at all, but they may have made great C&I dogs and, and just, yeah, just, just seeing their, their different, what are the things that, uh, that, that make this dog who he or she is, right? It's their... I don't want to use their personality, but it is a personality because we don't have a better word for that. A dog -inality? 
Dogginality. Dogginality. Right? And we uh, had one that loved gum, to get, eat gum off the oh bottom goodness. of the chair. Oh, goodness. Yeah, that's Chew disgusting gum. and gross. You don't really need to bring that up. <laughs> but it was so <laughs> hilarious. It was so funny. Sorry. And I, I just always loved that, that you know, Marlene being the, the compassionate person that you are, you you would know what each dog would need. And I remember a few times coming in from long trips, flying from the West Coast, get into the house at 2 o'clock in the morning, and next thing I know, you're out in the backyard playing with the dog because apparently on that flight, you you were the dog whisperer and bent down and told the dog, hey, I know that this is a long flight, and when you get home, you're going to get to run around the backyard. And taking care of the dogs that, that need that and understanding their needs and, and supplying those needs, uh, it's one of the one of those compassionate elements of your personality that uh, that is the reason that I am a lucky guy to have you and my dogs are too. <laughs> well, thank you for that. I, you know, I think that's a part of compassion that, that we can miss if we don't um, be intentional about that though. On a, on a kind of a more serious note, people are very much the same thing that's compassionate for one person may not actually be compassionate mm. for the next person because, you know, some people don't want you to sit and, uh, and kind of get down with them and be a little, oh, you know, some people need a joke, you know, some people need you to respond differently. And the only way to know that is, is how. Being intentional, being present being in the present. moment, being aware. And I, it, whenever you're saying that, it reminds me of the chapter in one of the books. Uh, I don't remember which one, which book it's in, but I talk about the nurse who nicknamed me Meat Hooks. And she gave me that nickname because uh, she, she would start, she had to start IVs on me and she would say, Marcus, you've got these hands that are like, big uh, meat hooks you could hang a side of beef off of your hands now if you go and give that nickname to uh, say somebody who's not an 18 year old college guy if you named me that if you name a, a female or <laughs> let's say somebody who's elderly they may not appreciate that so much and and that um, that nickname was given to me by a nurse who was intentional in the moment and aware that look this is not an elderly patient. This is this is somebody that I need um, that needs me to highlight his strength, not anything else. And and, and I, I so appreciated that nurse um, because of that compassionate nickname. I always say that nicknames are usually given to us by one of two people: people who love us or people that hate us. Mm, and wow. and I I feel like the more that that especially those who are at the bedside can give their their patients maybe a nickname um, or even something that will make that patient know that 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 care is personal it's it's not the same that's given to every other patient there's a there's a bond there's a relationship there between caregiver and patient that is unique and special and should be appreciated so um, yeah being in that moment so I, I, I want to encourage, all of our listeners to to take time to be in the moment, to be present, maybe to lay that phone face down on our desks or on our lap. Ouch. Yeah. Right. Yes. Do you feel attacked? No, no, no. I know that that's something I don't always do. I have to uh, 
be intentional sometimes because habits, man, you get in a habit. You're right. Phones are our way of life these days, and yes. and yet we we do need to put them face down for a time, and and really be intentional to just be in this moment, not jumping from the next emergency to the next emergency, uh, or the next crisis or drama into the next. So let's uh, let's all try to take that time to remember to 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 stop to be still. Uh, to be aware of the suffering of others, to put ourselves into their shoes and feel what they might feel. And remember that all of us, no matter who we are as human beings, compassion is what we are wired to do and to give, to be with other human beings. That is what we are supposed to do. That is natural. So I want to thank you, The Hotness, for being with me today. Do you have any final closing comments you'd like before we wrap up? Thanks for letting me be here. Thanks for letting me share your uh, dogs with you. I appreciate it. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for always taking care of my dogs like they would have been your own and respecting the, the unique relationship that I, that I have with each of my dogs. That's a, that's an interesting position to be in, to, to have the, um, a service dog, especially trained dog in your home that you have a relationship with, but ultimately is not yours. So it's a unique, it's a unique balance and you perform it beautifully. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So thank you all so much for being part of this episode of Compassion and Courage, Conversations in Healthcare. I'm Marcus Engel. I'm your host. And please remember, if you like our content, if you want to hear more stories, if you want to hear some more narratives about compassion, uh, obviously about courage, about caregiving, and being human, please remember to share, subscribe, like, all those kind of good social media things, and we'll try to keep putting out some good content for you. Thank you again for being with me, uh, for being with us for this episode of Compassion and Courage Conversations in Healthcare.